Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, guys, welcome to the sixth episode of Chief Concerns, the very first true Kansas City Chiefs debate style show with former Chief players debating the current team. We're here with our hosts, former tight end Jason Dunn and former cornerback Eric Warfield. How you guys Hello. doing? How was your Thanksgiving, guys? Mine was good. You know, I got to hang with the family for a little bit, ate some food, and uh, sat in front of the TV for the rest of the day. <laughs> hey, Dave? Yeah, man, it, it was good. Everything was tasty. You know, just the only thing, like, I'm, so I'm the youngest out of 11. So that was the hard part, but we did a big Zoom. Uh, you know, of course, we did like a family play, uh, prayer and all of that before it. And, you know, everybody kind of got their food at the very beginning. Then we all had to just sign off. But it, it was good, though. It was good. You know, no, no complaints. Everybody was well. Food was good. That's all you needed, right? That was it. Yep. That's it. Wait, what you guys think of the Thanksgiving games? <laughs> I didn't see any of them. You didn't watch them? No, I didn't. I, I, I tried to watch them, and I had to cook two turkeys. So oh. that's why I was, my, my eyes were shut. <laughs> I didn't get to see not one game, not one of them. They were okay. I, I won't sit up and say like they were, you know, entertaining games, but it was something to, to watch for it being um pandemic holiday. Yeah. Hey, Alex Smith looked good too. I mean, that's a, that's a name from the past right there for the Chiefs, but he looked, he looked pretty good. I, mean, I, I, hope, I hope they win the division. That division's a mess. Have you guys ever seen a division that looks that way as far as the wins and losses like that? Never. Uh, Shoot, sure. one, one time like that, we was uh... – Mm-hmm. You don't I think the, the most the most wins a team in that division right now has is three. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen yeah something like that. Uh, but so who was that? That was the Jacksonville that won was eight and eight that year. I think uh, one year we were close to making it, and Pittsburgh made it with a 500 season. So I mean, 500 isn't bad, but right now they're they only got three wins at the most. I think in that division. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, it's some sorry football being played, man. Some sorry football being played for sure. What was that one year? I don't know if Eric was on a team still at that point. Do you remember that one year, JD, where it was, like, it was the New Year's Eve and we needed like San Francisco to lose, Denver to lose. We needed like three teams to lose. And then we ended up getting sneaking in the playoffs nine and seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So I think it was what, what was that Herms? Yeah, that, I wasn't there then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. So I, it all just all the cards just kind of played out, you know. It really did. Uh, but should we we get in the playoffs and then we we lay an egg? Uh, yeah. You know. So and, and look, <laughs> anyway, I mean, <laughs> I guess it means something to get in the playoffs, though. You know, you yeah. say you make the playoffs. <laughs> yep, got that extra check. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> got my basement finished for that one soon. <laughs> All right, guys, well, uh, we're going to go into uh, Chief Concern number one. The Chiefs put on a show this week with an offensive explosion, well, I guess a first-half offensive explosion, where Tyreek Hill had 261 yards receiving, and Mahomes had another 400-yard performance against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers winning 27-24. to What was your kind of takeaway with it with this game? I mean, I kind of called it before. I, I said that our, our receiving core would, would have a hell of a game, mainly because of what the Rams had did with two receivers – uh, against the Bucks before. And if they couldn't stop two guys and they know that ball was coming to those two guys, how are they going to stop what we got? Uh, but to, see, to, to, to say Tyreek would have ended up with what he ended up with, oh, no, wouldn't have even guessed that. <laughs> and what was even spectacular to me was that he had 201 quarter 
and Kelsey was almost at a hundred before that half also. So that's like two receivers that's, that's eating you up for 300 yards and and, and and a half of a game. So yeah, the, the, the thing with Tampa is they got some major concerns with their secondary. JD? Yeah, you know what? I, I was I was shocked with the uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill doing that to them. Now, now, mind you, he had talked about it yeah, the week before. But I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't know we'll get into this. I mean, I'm looking at it, man. It's just bad coaching on the Buccaneers. Really? I mean, <laughs> we're sitting there running man-to-man coverage on Tyreek Hill. Like, why would you do that? I mean, you know, you see the guy sitting on the sideline, and he's begging, like, please, give me some help over top, or at least put somebody out here to help me. I don't care if you, you bring somebody off the bench, you know, get somebody off the bus, but I need some help right now. And you can see okay. it. He's pleading. I'm going to throw something out there that I saw – Patrick Mahomes, he, he um, surprises me week every week. And it, it, you should be at a point to where it's like you've seen so much of what he can, what he has in his trick bag to where uh, you shouldn't be surprised. But it's almost weekly that he pulls something, something out of his bag. And I'm not saying that that particular play that he, that he threw the, the pass to Tariq was that spectacular because a lot of quarterbacks, that's what you're supposed to do is look the safety off. And I think the safety was supposed to be over the top on Tariq. But Pat looked left the entire time. And at the last minute, he turned right. He just slung that thing and, and caught him. And there was no time for the safety to go over there to help. So uh, I can see how that hurts when you're trying to man uh, double up on a guy. But either way, if you sit there and double Tariq Hill, there's not any safety. I don't think there's one safety in the NFL that can cover Kelsey one-on-one. And then I don't think there's a corner that has enough size to cover him one-on-one. So you still got that concern. So we just have an offense that's complicated. Um, and, and at times I, 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 I'm in awe because like when we hit that, that brick wall and we go uh, three and out at times, I'm like, how is this possible? Like we got way too many weapons to be just punting the ball right now. Uh, so that's the thing I get concerned about. Well, you, you've seen them. They, they switched it up a little bit you, the, the second half, and that's what Bruce Aaron does, man. He, he does a great job, uh, you know, making adjustments at the half, you know. So, you know, he, he's got a veteran team. Uh, but also, too, I, I'm going to tell you what, what helped us out was having Sammy Watkins back. Having Sammy back, too, you know, was another threat, another big guy, big receiver. So, he, you know, he got a couple balls here and there, you know, just kind of open up. And sometimes you, what you want to do is just be able to threaten the defense. So now it's just not, okay, we got Tyreek out here. Now we got Sammy. Now we got Travis. Who do, you know, like you said, who who are we covering? Right? Because if I double, if I double one, the other guy's open. Now Travis, Travis is gonna kill us. Well, Sammy's gonna kill us. So I think that's you know, they always caught up in that, you know, conundrum as far as like what do we, you know, what do we do? But I'll tell you what, one thing you don't do, you don't do that. Don't run man zone or, or just man coverage on that on that guy. Now I know oh, that I agree. Just, yeah. Yeah. Now, and I see that one play we just talking about the, the safety over toppy. Yeah. And I was telling somebody, because I was just jumping up and down. I said, look, you got to realize, man, you're talking about one of the fastest guys in the NFL right now. One of the fastest. He looked like he was trying to get over top, and he was still slow. I mean, he just couldn't get there. He just couldn't do it. Yeah, that, that's, some, that's some crazy speed that he's got. Yeah. No, you bring up Sammy Watkins. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, it's the, the possession receiver is always the unsung hero. You know, people don't really talk about it. You know, it's not sexy. You know, it's not like that. It's not that fun thing, but – Seeing him come like come back this week, we actually realized. I mean, that I think he only had seven, maybe six, six or seven balls this week. But 
that possession, you know, throwing it down and getting like eight yards here, seven yards here, that's huge. You know, we talked about our being a chunk, chunk offense. He brings that other element that we don't really have with the other guys. Harmon's another big play guy, but Sammy's one of the, one of the only kind on this team to do that. That seven here, six yards here, eight yards here. You now it's funny, you know, when he, we got drafted, he was a big play guy, but now he's as a vet, he's the possession guy. And I, I think, yeah, I think seeing him this weekend was something that not not a lot of people were talking about this week. So that's, I mean, that, that's huge. We're, you know, when you when you talk about like sustaining drives, that guy is so key. He's the move the change guy. You know, I mean, that's really what he is. So possession receiver. That's what you're looking for. So when you have that, like you said, if, if you don't get the chunks and Tampa Bay's defense, as far as the front four, are so talented. Well, really the front seven uh, do a great job. And they were bringing pressure on, on, on Patrick. So it's causing a lot of problems. You know, we, we'll get into that a little bit more as far as like what it was doing to the offensive line and what you'll possibly see. But with a big receiver like that, you get the ball to him. Like you said, get eight yards. So now it's, you know, third and short, right? First down off this guy. So now it's not, he don't have to scramble. He can get the ball out of his hands. You know, a guy like that can body, you know, you know, smaller guys up, a safety or even, a, you know, a corner. You can just, you know, body a guy. It's just playing basketball out there. So, man, he, he's key. That's what you want. You got to have a guy like that out there, especially against a defense like this. Eric, what did you make of uh, Watkins' performance this weekend? As being I mean, a song guy. He, he is that possession guy, you know, and it, and it shows because it opens so much of the defense up to where uh, you have our, our our speed outside, you have our biggest playmaker um, inside or outside in Kelsey, and all of a sudden you have another uh, outstanding vet that comes in that that knows where the markers are, how to get to the markers, how to keep drives, uh, sustained drives. Uh, when he's back, it, 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 it makes you unsure of what you're able to either double team or whether you're able to you know, kind of play aggressive on. Uh, so when you can't be aggressive in a defense, you open up so many holes and, and, and loops to where uh, you're giving up so much. And right now, having him back, because uh, I think in those previous games of where we were hurting, uh, like we said, we weren't getting much from the running game. So we weren't getting those four or five yards, maybe six uh, yard run attempts up the middle or on the outside. So we were always also always having to look for the chunk routes because that's what we were accustomed to. Uh, but teams could double because all we had was Tariq and Kelsey. Those other guys are good, but they really haven't proven themselves. You know, and Sammy's a proven guy, and he was also uh, drafted as a big playmaker. Um, so, yeah, they, they know what we have, and, and now having him back, it just opens us up that much more as, a, as an offense. Yeah, for sure. And our next concern, you guys both kind of alluded to this. Uh, Jason, I'll let you have this one. But while it was a big-time offensive explosion, we did see our offense kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit, which has been kind of a criticism of Andy Reid in the past, and I guess just during his Chiefs tenure, that's been kind of a criticism. But do you get concerned when you see this this trend of not being able to, like, to put teams away, especially a team that has a Tom Brady at, at quarterback, you know, and they did come back in that game. And they made the game closer than it should have been. You know what? I, I really thought about this, this and – you know, just kind of evaluating. I didn't really see as, as far as like taking the, 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 you know, your foot off the pedal. Maybe you was trying to sustain drives, right? You was trying to eat up the clock a little bit, right? And, and you got to get into that, that, that point of football, especially offensively. You got to have at least that, that phase of the game to you, right? It's like four minute clock. So four minute clock is not necessarily just at the end of the game. Sometimes in, in, in the course of a football game, you got to be able to have four minute clock. You want to wear down the defense as much as possible. Now, part of the problem, I think, 
comes in might be just a play calling in itself, right? As I told you, sometimes the arrogance or maybe the confidence that you had to run kind of trick plays and kind of get you in a situation like, okay, uh-oh, this didn't work. So now it's either, you know, it's a big play or not, right? Go big or go bust. So now all of a sudden it puts you in a position that now the next two calls got to be right on key about what it is that you want to do. So I, I didn't really see them necessarily take the foot off the gas. I know at the end of the game, the best thing to do with a guy like Tom Brady, because he's always one of those guys that can eat you up at the end. You just know, you, you know, supposedly the GOAT, right? That's arguable, whatever. But don't let him have the ball in his hands at the end. Don't give him a chance and opportunity. So sustain the drive, you know, keep the ball in your hands. You know, let the, you know, start trying to establish a running game. So I didn't really quite see that as much uh, as, as far as like taking the foot off the gas. I mean, I think they played a decent defense. They just couldn't do what they did in the first half, you know, because they paid for it. Eric? I mean, it, it, that's kind of the same. I'm, uh, it, I would say it's kind of the same thing. You know, when you're trying to uh, prolong drives and, and, you know, really not – you don't want to really go for the end zone, but you at least want to sustain drives and keep the – you know, get the first down and keep it going. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, putting your foot on the gas a little bit. And to me, um, to, to put up the kind of yardage and points that we did in the first half and then to come back and, and to see the, the, the progress that, that Tampa was having in the first half, I, I kind of think we did take our foot off the gas. And, but given that opportunity, you see what Tom Brady can do. Dude, he, he's still almost through for 400 yards um, and, and a pretty good comeback, although I think that if we had to just kept doing what we're doing, it wouldn't have even been that close. Um, uh, but that's just a matter of, I, I, it happens. And, and usually at times it's like, you don't want to try to embarrass a team or coach uh, when you're just putting up uh, numbers for no reason. Um, you know, frustration sometimes set in because people are, are upset about losing and then they can go out and try to, you know, do dirty plays and, and hurt one of your players. Uh, and, you know, and not everybody's, got the best sport sportsmanship out there you know um so I, I i get it if they if they do you know try to take the foot off the gas and just uh run the clock out get the game over with but you know tom's a dangerous guy you know he's proven himself since since he's, he's taken over the uh as, as quarterback at uh new england so he's one of those that can keep him in a game and right now i, I think i mentioned this already but uh I don't even know if they're any better with than what Jameis Winston was doing. I think he's already thrown at least twice more interceptions than what he did last year. And I don't know if it's just, you know, his relationship with the, with the coach or the scheme or what, but it's not looking good out there at Tampa anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll tell you, see, and, I, and I'll say, so when I hear like take your foot off the gas, right? To me, it's almost like, well, you're so far ahead that you know now all of a sudden you don't have to even score anymore, right? You start taking guys out, you don't even run the same place. I think at this point, you know, it's, 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 it's strategy. So it's not like you, you're not trying to score because in the end, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're definitely trying to score, right? Because we just don't want, you know, we get ahead, we try to get ahead. But also too, what it does is you put more time on the clock for them. And I'm just like, you can't leave this joke, you know, this joke out here with time on the clock. You know what I'm saying? And so you get away from maybe the different play calls of going over the top because now they're looking for over the top plays, right? Got it. So it's like, oh, shoot, now just, you know, quick little dump. Hey, 
you know, little draw play here and there with with uh, Le'Veon. So he, you know, he got a little looks. You know, I was good to see him get a little looks too. But you know, that, that Tom Brady thing, what you was talking about, I think, man, it's a it's a combination of the coaches, and I think it's the wide receivers too, man. I mean, I, I seen a couple of things as a wide receiver. I'm just like, man, don't trick the quarterback. You can tell him tricked him. So you can tell, like, you know, when you have that relationship with the receiver and the quarterback, you can truly tell they're on the same page. But they haven't quite got there yet. They ain't got, you know, so that, that's the difficult part. Yeah, and, and they say, I mean, the Buccaneers have their own drama right now, but they're saying that, uh, I guess, Arians was throwing him under the bus. Brady was Brady didn't want to take the bait after uh, the press conference after the game and stuff. But, um, yeah, they, they said the, the second half of that game was mostly Brady's play calls, but Bruce Arians said that Brady's the one who does call the plays the whole game. So there's a lot of drama on the, in that locker room. So, thankfully, that's not, that's not our fan base. So, uh, and our, our Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we kind of talked, we got into a little Tyreek Hill, um, and the way that defense was played. We saw Hill dominate this past weekend, um, to, 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 to lengths we've probably never seen before in some ways. I mean, at, at least I've never seen a guy dominate like that. That, that. that was like something I'd see on Madden. I mean, it's not, you don't see that in real life, really. Um, that's like a, like a rookie mode, just throwing uh, nine routes all day. That's what, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. But, um, what was the, to people who don't know football well, kind of talk, uh, Eric. Can you kind of talk to us about the kind of coverage they were playing and what they what they did in the first quarter, and then what did they kind of move to in the second quarter to show as to why he wasn't getting the stats that he did put up in the first quarter? Well, I, I think it was more so um, we weren't really we didn't need the the the, the strategies and, and the play calling that we had in the first half. And I think we had built up such momentum in the first half to where. Uh, we just needed to sustain a few drives. And if we put up a field goal, put up a field goal, put up a touchdown, we get a touchdown uh, to where we weren't looking to really, we didn't have to capitalize on the plays that we were, that that was really being called. So uh, I, I, as I kind of agree with you on, I think we did kind of take the, our foot off the gas um, just to have one guy go out for one quarter. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that Tariq Hill had no idea in his rightful mind that he'd have 200 yards in one quarter. Um, but he was impressive. He put, he, 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 he went out, put the effort in and, and that's what he got. And Tampa to me, they are just struggling on the back end because they don't have the pressure up front. They're a good run stop defense. Um, unfortunately we don't run the ball a lot. And also, unfortunately we got the best quarterback in the game. So, you know, you got two unfortunate situations for them. Because uh, they're, to me, uh, Sue is still good, but old. Uh, Jason Paul Pierre, another one, he's still good, but old. Their entire front line is built that way, except for uh, the young guy on the, on the other end. I can't think of his name. Um, but they're, they're not a – they don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They're, they're not a pass rush team. They're, they're a run stop. And that is shown throughout almost every game I've seen. You know, the, the first two games against uh, the Saints, the Saints lit them up. You know, then they come back to the Rams and then they come back to us and, you know, and we do the same exact thing. So they're, they're, whatever game plan that they have going or whatever uh, schemes they're trying to deem up on the four, four teams is not working. And I don't know if it's the safeties or the corners or just the, the group itself isn't working as a unit. Uh, but they got to find something to change it up because um, right now it's not helping. You know, I think they, they got to be like it. 
one of the last team, uh, last the best worst defenses uh, for the pass right now. Jason, how would you go about stopping a guy like uh, Tyreek Hill if you were on that coaching staff? <laughs> okay, well, so I, I seen the adjustments. So first half, what they was doing, they was running, you know, pretty much cover one man coverage against Tyreek, and he was just killing. He was just lighting them up, and so. You know, what I, what I see, every time he's catching the football, you know, the, the DB wasn't even in position to make the play. Sometimes when the guy catches football, the DB still in the position to make the play. I mean, Tyreek was just out, just outrunning it. I mean, he wasn't even close to it. I mean, he was over trying to tackle him before he even caught the football. So you know how far behind he was. Uh, but you've seen, you seen a lot of that cover one. Uh, so you had to really get into like a zone coverage or if you do like something, you get cover one lock, something where you get, you know, you have a guy, you double him up. Uh, and you, you either do like a spy cover G, right, on, on a guy, something like that, where you come down in the box, you have him take over uh, another guy coming across or maybe going deep. Uh, even if you run cover two, you know, which you have the safeties, right, going over the top, the guy's playing low in, in, in the corners, uh, you still got to have a, 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 a middle linebacker, somebody who can run with that tight end or somebody taking something down the middle. And I think they tried that one time. And I think either Sammy got open or I think uh, Travis Kelsey ran like an inside uh, wheel route. And when he ran that inside wheel route, you know, he I, I could see the, the uh, I actually rewinded this and showed my girl this. And she, she was like, what are you, what are you rewinding? I said, man, look at the, 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 the coach is going crazy on Tampa Bay. I said, because the guy is actually supposed to get Kelsey, but he slumps off for the back coming out the backfield. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to my office and I just looking at things, right? And, you know, she, she gets crazy on me. <laughs> but I because you know, I'm just showing the things that I'm explaining it to. I love doing it, but I was just like, watch how he gets, gets open. And you know, Patrick, because he has that cannon, can put that ball right in that window where it needs to be. And so, when you got a guy like that back there, man, just tossing the ball any way he wants to, like he's in the play, you know, in, in the playground, I mean, that, that's a good place to be, man. But trying to stop Tyreek and, and just the offense in itself, you got to have either, like I said, maybe, uh, um, Zone coverage. I say, man, if you're gonna get something deep, you got to run cover four, right? It's four deep. But they ran it all, though, Jason. I, they did. I can give you. I can give you all those deep plays where they, where, where Tariq got got points, got got uh, big yardage off of. And one, it was man to man. Two, one of them was a. Um, I think he played deep thirds, <coughs> and Tariq ended up running like an out up. It was the quickest out and turned it up. Yeah, the dude was playing like ten yards off. Right, right. So that's that's based on his eye discipline. But he, he bit the out though, right? He, he bit the out. Okay. Everybody knows in the in the in the NFL, I don't care what other sport, a double move is gonna is gonna get is gonna be successful. There's right. a ninety percent chance it's gonna be successful. You just have to have the time as a quarterback to throw the ball. But if you run a double move against anybody, any corner is gonna break on it. So it's highly successful play. That's what he had on one of them. The other one, it was a man to man. And I think another one was a zone play because I think Tampa, Tampa even scored on us on a double move. The, it was uh, Evans who ran it out up and that's the first one that they scored on. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, you just can't, they're hard to stop whether you got help or not. Look, e, and, and, and look, you, you said this earlier, right? So you said the two teams that, that, that ate them up. Okay. You talking about uh, New Orleans and you talking about uh, LA, right? And so when you had those two, those two teams that, that ate them up, you got to think about the style of offenses that they had, right? You're talking about little short guys, quick guys, do double moves. If I'm a DB, I'm just up and look, you played it. I'm just telling you what I would do. If I'm over getting my lunch, ate the whole game, 
You know what I'm saying? This dude's been taking my lunch money. I'm, I let him have that out, Ralph. You can have this, but you ain't gonna beat me over top. So, you, you know so, what I'm saying? So, at the way you I would guard, we, when we have practice, if I got to guard Dante out there, yeah, I'm gonna guard Dante man to man. For one, yeah. Dante don't have the speed like Tariq Hill, so I can, I can, I can live with that. But if I'm guarding Dante, I'm man to man, and I can take any route inside, outside on him. If he wants to go up the field, Trent's got to throw a perfect ball for Dante to beat me because of his height. He's got to throw a ball high enough to drop it in in a basket where I can't get there. Even if Dante's got to step on me, my height is going to help me get to that ball. So it's hard for Dante to beat me on a deep route. That's the one good thing that I will use to my advantage. Mm -hmm. Now, Tariq Hill, that's way too much speed for me to keep up with. There you go. You're right. There you go. If I can't jam him at the line of scrimmage, I'm damn near, and I'm, I'm running in mud. So, <laughs> you know, I can't, I don't have that catch-up speed to catch up to him. Right. And it doesn't have to be a perfect pass because he's going to have such a gap. <laughs> you, can, you can kick it to him. <laughs> right. I'm saying, man, no, no, nobody has that type of makeup speed. You know what I'm saying? So if, if I'm sitting over there, I'm not going to sit on the app. If someone runs out route, I'm gonna make sure this dog catches it. Then I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna see a ball being thrown, you know, off the corner of my eye. Man, I'm not biting that out right on Tyree. You know what I mean? Shoot. <laughs> look, look, I got my family looking up at me. My kids is watching what's going on. You know, and usually kids gotta go to school on Monday. Thank God, them, you know, because <laughs> of the things right now. Because they, boy, I know they beating them kids up like, man, your daddy got cooked like a so yeah, man. I, it just you know, you know, it's I don't care. It's it's hard, you know, to stop that. But I, I look at man, like you said, maybe some zone that you got to run against this. But you're going to you have to have a a, a really uh, efficient pass rush. That is the key, right? That I mean, that that really is the key. If you don't get the ball out of his hand fast, you can't let him sit back there and give him some time to make that throw. You just can't. Yeah, and he he's not, the Patrick is always going to find a way to make a play. So if, oh, yeah. the best way to, bet, to beat our offense is to put pressure on him. You know, you got to pressure him every play and hit him every play. And if he gets out on, if he gets outside the pocket, he's making crazy backside throws. So it's, it's one of the things where you got to be 100% disciplined as a defense because the minute you slip, he's going to make you pay for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the, well, I guess the second half, they started to get a good pass rush on. They got that that, that strip sack on him. Uh, yeah. And even, even that last play, that way, that that critical third down, he was. Yeah, they flushed him out of the pocket, but he just made an incredible throw at Tyreek to get that first and end the game. Yep, they, 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 they were getting after him. Yeah, that's that's an adjustment. You know, Bruce is like, look, man, we we got to make this adjustment right now. So if you if you give him uh, the guys to kind of get to the outside. And, and, and he was talking about some of the, what Patrick was doing. You see him start doing a little twinkle toes run, you know, to get through that line, you know. And I was like, okay, there you go. <laughs> Pick him up, put him down, then Patrick. Yeah, put him up out there, Patrick. <laughs> and, and to your and to your point, where you know, talking about having Kelsey and Hill and how that 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 drives uh, defense, it gives them nightmares. That play where Mahomes missed Hardman, Hardman was wide open because everyone everyone's focused on the other side of the field net with that one play. Uh, that would open up the floodgates, I think. I mean, we talk about, you know, sit on the ball and kind of, uh, you know, not taking the foot off the gas. And we score that touchdown there. Then they, I, I think they could have afforded to take the foot off the gas a little more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But okay, so next time we're going into uh, uh, this week. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, I learned a little more about the Raiders Chiefs rivalry. I knew it was a big rivalry, but I, you know, as, as a kid, I thought that the Chiefs Raiders was a little above the Denver and uh, Chiefs rivalry. I mean, there is something there, maybe not as re- relevant as the Chiefs and Raiders rivalry, but um, do you guys have any stories from the Bron- uh, Broncos Chiefs days from when you guys played? I mean, I, it's, I, the rivalry isn't as intense as the Raiders. I mean, it's a conference game, so obviously you're going to have some intensity there. It's just not as bad. Um, and I read the, uh, the the questions that you had and about uh, memorable moments during the Broncos. Uh, I, I, I had a few. I know one time we, uh, we flew into Denver, and it was just as sunny as can be. And we had to the field, it was about an hour or so later, and it was snowing. <laughs> so it was just like the weather changed up real quick. Uh, but some of the most memorable things for me, it was I got my – you know, I think it was my first interception on Ed McCaffrey there. Um, and along with that, one of my hometown heroes, uh, Rod Smith, um, was, was playing with them during my times. And so it was always a, an honor to line up on the other side of him because uh, we had a lot of people from back home that would come watch us play and battle it out. And, and one of the best plays, uh, all-time best for me, was the Dante Hall shake them ankle breaker uh, to get in the end zone against the uh, the Denver defense. That was awesome. Yeah. JD, you have any moments? I, I do, man. You, you know, it always seemed, see, you know, the elevation of, of playing in Denver always affects you. And so I always used to hate, hate going out there because you just knew that you just didn't have the wind and the air that you needed. And you had to get acclimated you know, it, it takes like a whole half just to, you know, try to get your breath, try to get these things down pat. And so I, I just always constantly, I just look at Al Wilson. Shoot, I, I look at, uh, uh, what's that, the, the DB that was out there, uh, Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. You know, two these guys. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> I, hey, e, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a tad older than you, man, but, you know, I remember, uh, what's the name, but, uh, the hard head out there. At, at Water. Woo! <laughs> Man, I remember playing against that water too. So it was, uh, you know, they had a lot. They had a lot of guys. Man, it just, you know, uh, Romanowski, and so that whole like rival between Tony and Romanowski and and, and, and their defense, what they used to do. So it was always like a, a great rival going against him. And so you always wanted to kind of, you know, beat, and you knew it was going to be just a hard fought game. But I, I tell you this, I never felt like we had a fair shake in Denver. I never felt that. It always seemed like there was something against us. You know, they always went their way. The rest was cheating a little bit. It just seemed like that. And then they had it at Dagon Horse used to run out there too, man. I used to, oh man, I used to hate that little bronc used to run out. Yeah. You start galloping all through air like that with the little girl, you know, with the, with the girl and the hair in the wind. Yep. <laughs> I used to hate that scene, man. I used to hate that scene. But like I said, I, I used to play like in the old stadium where the people were right on you. What, 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 did you play in that stadium, me? Yeah, I played in there a couple of times. Did you? Okay, yeah. So, you know. No, just, I, I played against that water. Uh, to me, it's, it's, it was so um, awkward for me coming into the NFL. I honestly, had, I didn't have a dream of playing the NFL. I didn't even think I was a great football player. I just thought I was an athlete. And when I first got out there, and, and, and I'm seeing, I'm looking at guys. I'm like, man, I play with y'all on Tech Mobile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like this can't be real. Right? <laughs> like, is that real? At 
Is it really Steve? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to knock that person in the car? Yet? Man, look at I can't believe him. Yeah, it's, it was crazy, right. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Rod, Rod Smith is you, how much older was Rod Smith than you? I want to say Rod is five years older than me. So. Okay, so you did you watch him in high school? I did. How Rod was a hell of an athlete. Yeah. Good yeah. dude, man. Good dude. Yes, he is. Man. You know what? I was gonna actually see if I can uh, call him, see if he wanted to come on the show for this before this Bronco week. So. Uh, oh man. It, I didn't know if you wanted any opposing team players oh, on here. I, I, Rod Smith, hell yeah. I love that Rod Smith on. <laughs> yeah, it'd have been cool. It'd have been cool. Man, Rod paid me a great compliment when I was in Philly. This is when he was in Arizona at the time. Uh, and after the game was over, he came up to me. He said, hey, young fella, hey, look, man, you keep doing what you're doing, man. You're going to be great out here. And I was like, man, I appreciate it. It's, I mean, it's rarity for somebody like an you know, offensive guy to come on the other side and just, you know, find a dude. But I'm just like, wow, like, man, that, that's – that was awesome to hear somebody yeah. like that Rod. So I guess it's you know that's who he is. That's who he is. Yeah, he is. Great things about Rod, man. Seriously, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember just I mean as a, as a fan is watching whether when the Broncos play the Raiders or the Broncos play us, I just remember like he he see crisp crisp route runner. I, I yeah. just remember good hands. And he, he reminded me. I mean, maybe maybe playing styles a little different, but maybe at their age, I, I saw them kind of the same. He reminded me of like a, of a Tim Brown type. I don't know. Who, who, would you guys agree with that or no? Or the or game styles a little different? Yeah, they're, they're a little different. I mean, I'll, I would say if there any any comparison, uh, uh, I mean, heck, I can't think of a big name receiver that stands out like Rod because uh, he was kind of tall and lanky. Uh, yeah. What's my guy that's at uh, Detroit? Cal- Who, uh, yeah, nope. Calvin. Not, no, no, before Calvin. Herms, uh, Herman. Oh, oh, Herman, Herman Moore. Moore. Herman Moore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that's way before Marcus's time. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> I, I, know, I know the name. I, I know the name. <laughs> but yeah, Rod, Rod was good, man. I, I was, uh, we always had fun out there. He was always joking around, but. He's had his moments on me, and I've had a, had a few on him also. So, good battles. Now, from your hometown, were you were you were you two the only two that made to the league? Uh, from, from oh your no, we had a lot. We had a lot. The uh, Michael James is from there. Um, wow. What's my uh, the quarterback name? The guy that uh, oh, I can't think of his name. But we've we've got a lot of guys that have come through. Byron Williams. Uh, see, there's a lot a bunch of old guys you wouldn't have any clue. Uh, Larry Mallory, um, God, who else? Can't can't really think of most of them now. But yeah, there's 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 a there's quite a few of them. Michael James was a, was a badass at Oregon. Yeah, he was. He was sweet. That he was. <laughs> um, but uh, so going into uh, th- this weekend, uh, what what are, you, what are your predictions for Sunday? I know obviously it's kind of a, a lopsided kind of game here, but what what are your predictions for this uh, this coming weekend? Now, with the way our defense has been playing, I think we should go for a shutout, to be honest. Like, they don't have a quarterback. And I think the last like, the quarterback that they just had the last game had <laughs> one completion for nine yards. You know, and I take my hat off to them because, you know, they moved the receiver and all of a sudden converted him to quarterback. Um, but still, like, heck, I'd throw a screen pass or something. <laughs> yeah, give me no one completion for nine yards in the entire game. <laughs> Uh, so we should, we should go for our normal. We, we I think we're still averaging thirty. Uh, so I'll go for thirty-five for this game, to to nothing. 
Well, they might luck around and get a field goal. So I'll say 35-3. JD? You know what? I, I just <laughs> I, I just don't even understand how that happens. You know, where you just don't even have a guy. I know. You know I just don't understand it. Uh, you know, but, you, you know, when you look at teams that's wounded, you know, and, and, and it to, to us it's about pride. I don't care how bad a team is. You know, every Sunday you got to kind of show up. You do. So you can't take it for granted. You know, and, and plus, you don't want guys to get hurt because, you know, you might have some guys on the other side like, man, he joke is going to go to the playoffs. I ain't going. Let me hurt this. You know, let me hurt him real quick. You know, just, you know, just things like that just kind of uh, out there. I'm not saying it happens a lot, but, you know, it just might be a little bit of uh, animosity just because of where the Chiefs are and where they are and what they're dealing with. So, you know, sound greats, man. You, you know how it goes, too. So I'm, I'm looking, you know, it's going to be a, a blowout, easy win. But you can't play down to the competition. You can't put guys in position, you know, like, look, all right, if you if you up handily, uh, what's the name of it? Let Patrick put his hat on, sit him on the bench, let the joker sit down for a little bit. You know, bring in who's the, who's the quarter of uh, the, the backup? Chad Henney. Yeah, put Chad on in. Chad, shoot, you can do a little something. Bring him Earn on that in. paycheck. Earn that paycheck. Right. <laughs> 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 but it, it strap up. Put that cheer strap on, buddy. Let's go. He, he had a he had a rushing touchdown in that the first game we played. Remember, he it came in. Oh, the end. <laughs> well, he should have enough. He should he should be able to get some time this weekend. That's right. That's right. I know you guys care about this a lot, but the, the Vegas Vegas odds right now they have us as a fourteen point favorite, two touchdowns. I take it. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took us last week at minus three and a half, and uh, they ended up winning by three. So I, I, I got screwed on that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I actually had that, and I had Tyson the night before. So it, it was a bad weekend for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but no, so uh, uh, Eric, you talked about a, 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 a shutout, and JC said it's going to be a blowout. So, w- what are the kind of things you're looking for uh, this weekend? I know it's a, it's a mismatch, but what, in a game like this, what are you looking for when you come to games like this? So right now, I, I, for me, I think the defense is the only thing that I, most people have a concern with. So this is the time we can go out and, and, and uh, brush up some things, you know, working, working against a different team instead of, um, you know, when you, when you have to go up against the scout teams and you see them every week, you think you're doing something better than what you really are. Um, so going up against a, a different team and seeing the, the way we performed against the, the previous teams, and which is not so good, um, you get to go out and, and – and, at least now, put your foot on somebody's neck and, and, and hopefully keep that attitude throughout the rest of the season and, and, and work on getting better. Because right now, defensively, we haven't really stopped anybody. And that's, that's been the, the major concern, at, at least with um, most teams. Yeah, <clears throat> I think, you know, you, definitely defense is, is one you got to look at. You know, they got to get better. Uh, but also, too, you know, they got a good defensive front. So... You still got to stop that pass rush. And, that, you, you know, I always hey, say the only one they got. Chubb's only one, but you shoot. He, he's enough. They still got the uh, the one guy out there, don't they? Uh, what's the name? Wolf, is he still out there? No, nah, he's in Baltimore. Is he? Okay. Well, there's another guy that's kind of like similar to like the build and stuff. That's why I thought he was still out there. Yeah. But, I mean, they still, you know, they still bring it. So, they're still going to do what they need to do, man. They still going to game plan. Like I said, man, the offensive line has to just get better. They have to get better. And this is, this is like the week that you have to say, look, everybody needs to grade out either a B or better. Seriously, if you were on the C, then you're going to see yourself on the bench. So 
that's that's what you're looking for. So this, this is going to be a good matchup, man, as far as like an offensive line against the defensive line. You know, like you said, Chubb, man, in itself, I mean, he, he's he's going to bring the noise. You know that. So he, he stays hype. He stays ready. He's going to keep those guys ready, too. So they're not going to give up defensively. So, I mean, why shouldn't they? So what do you think the score going to be? It's, it's, it's tough. Uh, that's, I, I think it's going to be like probably 21-point win. I, uh, when you say take now, this this one, I would say you're taking, you know, the gas, right? Take, take, take your foot off the gas. So maybe, what, 728. 728. That's what I'm looking at. All right. 21 points. All right. So both of you guys have it covering the spreads. So all right. All right. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, last time they played, I think Chubb had, uh, I think he had one one sack last time. I think he might have had two by that. I, I know for a fact he had one last time they played. Um, yeah. and that's really all they got up front. So, I mean, and, and did you guys like feel this too when you guys would play primetime games? Would you guys, you know, with the NFL, you know, they're not rigging the games or anything, but kind of keeping it close when a primetime game. They, they don't want people to tune, tune out, especially on a Sunday night yeah. game. I, I could see that. Yeah, but I, I think most people already know going into this, like Denver's not a really good team. That's just a proven fact. And it's 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 kind of like when they, after the Golden State Warriors just won their, their games, like Golden State became the primetime games. Like it didn't matter who they were playing. Right. And then you have teams they blow out by 30 and 40 points. But people really didn't care because they wanted to see Steph and Clay shoot threes. So it's about the same. Like everybody wants to see what Patrick's going to do next. So. You know, he, he's become that primetime player to where it doesn't really matter who we're playing. You know, people want to see what he's going, what he's up to. Yeah. 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 And, and a lot of people were giving the, uh, the Golden State comparison this week with uh, the way we played in that first half of the Buccaneers game. So, and I thought, I thought, I thought of you too on that when everyone was saying uh, Mahomes is the Curry of, uh, of uh, football now with uh, just oh, dropping yeah. threes at any time, which you said on the show two weeks ago before these uh, analysts were saying it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, then. So, uh, blowouts this weekend. Hopefully that happens. Uh, so, we're going to go to our final segment here, the Chiefs Kingdom Concerns segment. We look at tweets and see what people are saying about it, and we're going to ask you guys what um, uh, about some of those tweets. So, Jason, our first one's for you, and uh, that comes from Real B- at RealBBQDom. He tweeted, us Chief fans are witnessing the greatest quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end of all time in Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. Jason, what is your response to that tweet? Greatest of all time. That's what he says, uh, goats. Yeah, that's well. Uh, you know, it's, it, everybody has an opinion. You know, <laughs> right? So I, I don't. I, I'd have to still say that you know, greatest tight end in, in Chiefs history is Tony Gonzalez by far. Uh, and, and just for the simple fact that uh, Tony, you know, he, he did a lot more blocking. Man, I, when I watch Travis out there, and I'm just going to be critical of him. You know, he doesn't really. Matter of fact, in the game, I watched it. It was like third down. I think it was like uh, third and one, something like that. Uh, and, he, and he put his hand on the guy. And I'm like, man, what are you? Oh, what are you doing? It was double tight ends. And, you know, it's just, he just didn't put a hand on the guy. So I seen Tony did a lot more, I think, physically blocking. I like Travis. He, he's a great player. You know, shoot, he's going to catch tons of balls. But that's also, too, because of who's throwing the ball to him, right? Um, so when you got somebody back there who's, who's, doing these things, throwing the ball. I mean, we had Trent Green, but then after we had Trent, then we had, you know, Tony had to play with Tyler Thickpen and, you know, uh, Brody Croyo and then Travis was all pro before, before Patrick got there. Huh? Travis was all pro before uh, Patrick got there. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm not taking away from Travis. I'm not saying he's not a Pro Bowl tight end. I'm just saying that, you know, with the course of him catching as many balls as he is, it's because of Patrick Mahomes. They've thrown it 25 times. But, we, you know, look, we had a guy in the back, two guys in the back that was toting that rock. You know what I'm saying? That was in there, too, like some of the pass plays, E. We know that. So when you had the galloping ghost and, uh, uh, and, and Priest Holmes, come on now. True. But outside of that, and when it did come to the passing game, uh, Tony was our, our our main our main focal point. You know, I, I don't want, I'm not I don't want to compare either. I, I I hate the whole you know goat and comparing thing. Uh, and the guy that sent that comment, he's a, he's a, he's a great Twitter feed. Um, I, I do follow him. So do you? Okay. So I, Travis, I, I Travis is on pace for good things. You know, him and Tony both did, did some great things. Uh, and, and Travis is continuing to do great things. Um, I, I wish and truly wish Tony had stuck with the Chiefs and, you know, even with his retirement, retired as a Chief, but he, he wants to go down as a as a Falcon, and that's that's what he is now, so. That joke is a Chief, man. I don't care what he, you know, try to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that, all it was just bad blood. That's all it was, misunderstanding, and it was just, you know, knocking heads. That joke is a Chief, no doubt about it. You know, that, I, That's I, my I, take on it, too. Hey, hey, that sucker cut his teeth in Kansas City, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you did a whole lot of things you can't look that joke is a cheap i don't care what you do what you say hey when, when i see him in falcons i'm looking at i'm just like it's a little weird i mean really yeah is. so you know i guess you know of course they want to claim him like yeah you know he's atlanta falcon man, get out of here man tony <laughs> all right what, what are you gonna say brent Favre was uh was a viking you know what i mean he was a jet you know, <laughs> come on now. Let's 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 not do that. Let's not have a conversation. But going back, going back I'm to not, the question, I, I, but I'm not. I'm just going off. That's what he says. So I, I get it. True. So so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go All back right. and just address this real quick, right? Now, being the goat, Tyreek, everything is arguable. Everybody has an opinion. My opinion, I think Tony is 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 better than Travis. They both great. Tyreek is a great uh, wide receiver, but Patrick Mahomes is going to be one of the best. To, play, to ever play the game, not just a cheat, but to ever play the game. And I think a lot of it has to do with their success is because of who Patrick Holmes is. So, you know, that's my opinion. Oh, that's fair. And, and Ferris to Tony, I know he does say he's an Atlanta Falcon. Uh, his last year, I remember right before the trade deadline, we were it was Andy Reid's first year. I remember he went to the, the rumors was he went to Atlanta's front office and said he wanted to be traded back to Kansas City because they weren't making the playoffs and he wanted to go to Kansas City to, to with the playoff run with Alex and Andy Reid. And they said no, that was what the speculation was at the time. I don't know if it was true or not, but you know, he wanted to come back. <laughs> business, man, it's business. You know, I, I just I just know he was when when he. That's for another segment. All right. <laughs> All right, Eric, uh, closes out here with our final Chiefs game of concern from at JL Thomas 58. He tweeted, imagine thinking the Steelers can beat the Chiefs. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. Eric, what's your response to that tweet? I know in the past you said the Steelers are the kind of the biggest foe that we'll have this year um, if we play them in the playoffs. Uh, what it, What's your thoughts uh, upon seeing the game yesterday? So I think the Steelers are good. One, they have a really good coach. Two, they got a really good quarterback. And I've yet to hear Ben Roethlisberger uh, mentions in anything as far as MVP-wise. And the dude is having not the greatest season, but a really, really good season overall as a team. They went from, you know, I think below 500 last year without him. They're proving like they're not to be as good without him. 
and to after a season of injury, and I don't even know if he's a hundred percent right now, but he's obviously older, and he's 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 just pinpoint. I wouldn't say pinpoint accuracy, but he's making some pinpoint plays to keep those drives alive, to keep those guys undefeated. They're a really good team overall, offense and defense. Uh, are they more? Uh, of a complete team than what we are? I don't think so. I just think that what we have offensively is way too much for them. Uh, yes, they do have a great coach uh, who comes up with great schemes like Belichick, uh, but they just lost a great player in, on defense in Dupree today. Um, so that's going to hurt them. We'll see what that does for the rest of the season. And, and, and right now, the way our offense is clicking and we got um, 14 back, um, I just think we're in rhythm to 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 put us back into Tampa for the to defend the title. But I'll keep my fingers crossed on that. <laughs> so, who do you think's the, the the I guess our biggest test is going to be in the AFC? But what's the team you don't want us to face in the playoffs? If anybody, it would have to be uh, Pittsburgh. Like I don't, we've already seen Baltimore, and I just don't think they they're the team that they were last year at all. Um, anybody else in it? Tennessee, they're depending on one guy, and that's Derrick Henry. Um, I think we did enough last year to show that when we need it to stop the run, we have the players to do so. Uh, right now, our biggest weakness is, 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 is in the passing game. So if that's their, their way of trying to beat us, I don't think Derrick Henry is going to be enough. Um, so Tennessee, I, I ruled them out. Uh, and outside of Tennessee and Pittsburgh, I don't know if the Chargers, not the Chargers, but um, the Colts are going to make it that far. But they are a team that's playing well also. Yeah, I, I, I think, man, probably the Colts and Pittsburgh, two dangerous teams, no doubt about it. Pittsburgh, no doubt. You know, I, I want that to be the, the championship game. But, man, the Colts are a dangerous team. The Colts are oh, a yeah. dangerous team. So you always got to look at those guys. And, you know, Baltimore, you know, I don't know. You know, that, that's one that, that, that Patrick's done one over uh, Lamar. So, you know, it's always revenge game. He's always trying to outdo him. You know, it's always that comparison, of, you know, who's going to be best. But, yeah, I don't think they have, you know, a complete team like we do. No. And this year's the first year that the, the two seeds not going to get the bye in the playoffs. How deflating is that, that, you know, let's say we go 15-1, and one, you know, and the Steelers go 16-0, and you don't get that, you don't get that bye. Is that, is that deflating for, for a team? Or you think that just they'll kind of go – Go past that. They won't even. Well, I, I can't say it is because if that's the way it happens, we as Chiefs players got to tip our hats to Pittsburgh for having an undefeated season. You know, we 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 screwed up against the Raiders, and uh, that's our fault. And so, um, yeah, we if, if we know the plan going ahead from from day one, you know, we need these games in order to get this bye week or to have this type of a playoff run. Now, Pittsburgh, if they end up doing the undefeated. Me, my opinion, yeah, you, you tip your hat to them on a, on a great season. And uh, we just catch you in the AFC Championship game. Jason? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think you do expect that, that at least at rest. And, and it's key, especially going into, you know, at the end of the season because you're just going to play more games. And so you, you can see sometimes where either that game could hurt you or can help you. So if you get the adequate rest that you need, but also, too, you're not resting guys enough where you're not, you know, they're, they're, they're sluggish, you know, they're, they're, they're rusty. Come back off of that, the, you know, that little bye week, then it, that's one thing. But uh, I, I just, 
you know, the way, I mean, it's going to play out. I think it's, it's unfair, man. You, you always look for that issue. <laughs> you wanted to, you were looking for that. You, you were looking for that rest. I mean, you really well, you, are. Yeah, you want, you want the bye week. You want it. No doubt. Want it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Everybody true. wants that rest. Absolutely. But Absolutely. we can't, but, but, but what can we do? We can't be mad about it because we lost the one. They, they went undefeated, so. Right, I, you know, I, I I got that, but I'm still saying like, dang God, like, why is it gotta be like this year? Why I gotta be? We gotta do it really this year? Okay, all right, we'll deal with it. And last question, not chief related, but um, do you see uh, Pittsburgh going 16 and which was more likely? Likely Pittsburgh going 16 and 0 or are the Jets going 0 and 16? I don't know the rest of the Pittsburgh schedule. Uh, the way that usually happens <laughs> is that the coach is gonna take his starters out or his key players out that last game, maybe the last two games, just to, to rest them up or risk injuries. So Ben may not play in game 15 or, or game 16. Uh, and and they, they have a chance to lose there, but who knows? Maybe Tomlin wants to be that first to, you know, think that they can go undefeated and win the whole thing. Uh, so he may not, you don't know. But in, the way it's always happened, uh, and that game 16, most coaches are going to take their, their, their quarterback out and their key players out, uh, whether it's in the second half or just not playing that all that game. Now, the Jets, I don't know. I, I thought I've seen worse teams throughout my career in the NFL that have actually lucked up and won a game. They could possibly be, that, be, be the same way. Uh, but right now, my take, I, think that, I don't think they're going to win one. That's a hard road, man. They, they, they got some, shoot. It's got a hard road. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So they have the Chargers, Miami, Seattle, Rams, Cleveland, and New England. So if you if you, if you pull one off, the only two I can see maybe possibly happening might be, well, actually three. Cleveland, New England, and maybe the Chargers. That, that, that's only like, I'm just giving them like a shot, maybe a shot. So that's Baker Mayfield playing terrible, right? The defense not doing anything. Uh, New well, England, I, I say this here too also, that Cleveland isn't winning because of Baker Mayfield. They win because of them two running backs. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that's the only thing that, like, they, they might have, like, a really uh, a minuscule shot of, like, winning. So that that's it. But Pittsburgh, yeah, I, I can see that point of it, yeah. And with what you said, Eric, if we still have one loss, I mean, while Tomlin benches guys going into week 17, if we, if we, if we still have one loss and they lose that one game, I don't know what the tiebreakers are. Division, right? Yeah, that's, that's based on his, his, his decision of what, what he thinks is more important. Rest his key players or play for the advantage of, of home field. Uh, of course, we all want home field advantage and that bye week. Right. Yeah. Um, so – if that's the case and, and that's what we're faced with, th then he's got some decisions he's, he's going to uh, have to make at that point. As a, as a player, you guys are obviously – you you, you want to play for that that bye, right? You, know, you don't want to be – Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just kick your feet up for, you know, for a couple of days, you know? And, and you, did you guys ever get the uh, – well, actually – Yeah, we did. The, the, the Indy. Indy 13 game. to 3. Yeah, yeah got yeah. it. You keep reminding the ag. I keep <laughs> 13 to 3. Jeez. Yeah. We should have won that year, E. We should have had the Super Bowl that year. We had it. We had it. We should have won that year. Man, I told y'all I shouldn't have played in that game. I had 
I, I had back surgery literally after that game was over with. Oh, I, man. I remember you being hurt, man. I remember you always. Yeah, I never really seen you uh, looking so pitiful the way you used to walk around. <laughs> that old that old bad back. Hey, bad back, man. I know. Hey, look, you know I know about it, too. Hey, I played like a bad back in 2000, 2005 and six. you know. So. Ain't no joke, man. No, no, sir. No, sir. But talking about the going perfect that year, so going into uh, was that we were eight and zero or nine and zero when we played Cincinnati and we lost nine and zero, nine and zero, and that's when Chad Johnson predicted the win, and we lost. Yep, and wasn't we, even him either. No, nah, I wasn't. He had joke didn't do anything. He sure didn't. Did Rudy have a, Rudy Johnson had a good game that one, right? Yeah, Rudy did, and I'll go ahead and put it out there again. Like I sat there and watched this game at this year at least four times. Every time I guarded Chad, they didn't throw his way. Like I was I was balling that game and all of a sudden I got too comfortable. And them suckers ran Peter Warwick on a straight post route. What? And I was not they yep me caught it right there in the end zone. On me. Uh what was they on? Got comfortable. What 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 uh what y'all line was they on? Oh, it was a deep ball, so I don't know where was that. Oh. But that was it was a deep one. Like I, I'm talking about JD. I had got so comfortable, it was like I was out there. I don't even talk shit when I play. Yeah, and I was out there just barking because <laughs> they weren't even throwing my way. I'm like, yeah, man, y'all. Who was who was this Ocho? Who? Like, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, it was in the fourth quarter, and I and I, I was completely dead asleep, and that ball just came deep and just caught me slipping. Wow, yeah, God. Now, was that talk in your locker rooms when you guys were nine and zero? Like, oh, we're we're, we're going to go sixteen zero. You guys, we guys weren't talking about that. Now, yeah, well, you don't really talk about uh, going sixteen and zero. You just look forward to the next week. Yeah, you're happy each day because you know you're undefeated. You know your team's playing well. You know you're not getting bad write ups and whatever else. So it's like you're living in the moment and you're happy with wherever you're at that at that moment. Mm-hmm. You you probably st- won't start talking about undefeated until you get to like. 13th game, like, uh oh, yeah, we, we we might be able to do this now. Yeah. Right? We stay on stay on track. We might be able to do it. So. Right. So that hasn't really set in with Pittsburgh yet, you don't think? Yeah, but shoot, Mike ain't letting him. I guarantee Yeah, I don't think he'll let him either. No, uh uh-uh. uh. No. As good no. as it sounds, you still got to wait, prepare for the next week. Right. And, and you, you, whether that team's undefeated or not, or, or hasn't won a game, you still got to prepare for them. Like that's that that's what you prepare for is whatever who's ever on that schedule. So when you're undefeated, sitting there ten and zero, we're beautiful. We look we look good. We played well. I don't care who they they can say all the bad stuff they want to, but we're the only team that's that's got a goose egg on the other side of that ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've proven ourselves each week. And so we got another one next week. We got a we got a fight. We got a dog fight next week. So hey, sixteen and zero is not even a thought right now. Nah, when the next. When the Man, next too, too much ball need to be played right now. Shoot, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, anything can happen at this moment. You could lose Ben, Juju. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, it's yep. just too much. Like you said, Buddy, he's out. So is he done for the for the seasoning? With, uh, with torn ACL. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, he's a Kentucky dude too. Yeah, yeah. he is, man. Yeah, yeah. Bud's a good dude, man. He is. I've, I've been following him since college. I I didn't watch him play. He, he's uh, he, he's. Really, a humble guy, you know. He really is. But when you talk about athlete, when you see a joker, 
Adonis when you look at I'm like, look at this bag. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I've seen him since college. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, last question before we go, Ed, this has been kind of a, a big topic, was Wednesday football. What did you guys think of a Wednesday football? Was uh, It was it was random, but like, what did you, you guys think of it? you guys want that to be a thing in the future or no? Man, it's 2020. I wouldn't, I, I'm not surprised about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, shoot, to be honest with you, uh, it, it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit yet. So I, 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 don't, I wouldn't want it to be a thing. No, I mean, because it, it just messes up your schedule, the whole timing of everything. You know, because then all of a sudden you work with a short week, and all of a sudden you have to just in the middle of that just disrupts your whole being, your whole schedule. You know, so it just puts you off. So, I mean, Thursday. Now, I, I figure once the world is back to normal, like we yeah, got yeah. regular game, regular. Because right now, I think we, we we would usually be in the middle of, well, in the beginning of college basketball, NBA basketball. You know, in the thick of football. Uh, I well, baseball will be over by now. So you would have so much going on to where those slots of TV times are, are, are of entertainment is there. Right. So it's like right now, heck, if they wanted to do a, a Monday morning football game, people are going to watch it. You know? <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week where we discuss the aftermath of the Broncos game, which hopefully it's a blowout. I, I'm going to go by your guys' predictions and discuss the upcoming Dolphins game, which could be a huge one, too. Dolphins are having a good year, so that, 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 yeah. that'll be an interesting one to talk about. Um, but if anyone has Chiefs Kingdom, anyone Chiefs Kingdom has any concerns for these guys, please tweet at us at, at ConcernsChief, and please subscribe and follow us at Chiefs Concerns on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure to see you guys. Always. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.